BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5, and you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. Slow another, the over-enemy, torture, let it be sober, any trending, ready, let it be sported. Send a friend request to the nearest horror location, the form of more basis, the over-door statement, horror-core placement, sure scorns the lights off, the mics off, pouring more ciders. My next guest has been praised with words such as a wordsmith, the future of hip-hop, a rising star, and lyrical. His name is Afro, all flows reach out. He's 18 years old, he has a mixtape, tail from the basement. He's signed by R.A., the rugged man. I had just finished touring with him. Afro, welcome to the library with Tim Einico. Yo, yo, man. I'm so thank you for having me. So I have to admit, sometimes I, I think you're sick. I think your flow is sick, your wordplay is incredible, your breath control. But sometimes for me it's hard to, and maybe just lack of sleep because of two kids, but hard to follow what your rhymes are saying. Right. But for you, so what purpose does rhyming, uh, what is the purpose of rhyming for you? And then also, what purpose does rap serve to you? Well, I love rhyming. Uh, I think it's just like a, a huge key to hip hop. Back in the day, they just, they rhymed at the house parties, you know, and they, they killed it, like, you know, back in the day. So that's that's just what I look up to. I look up to the roots of it. And back in the day, that's all they did. They was rhyming, you know. They, they said stories a lot, too, and they they painted a lot of pictures also, but they're also MCs at heart, and MCs just love to rhyme. So that's that's just what I look up to. I love rhyming. So first of all, going a little back, what drew you to the uh, culture of hip-hop? At first, I viewed it as stress relief because uh, as soon as I heard Rakim, he pretty much represented the, my ideal of hip-hop at the time, and uh, it was just... It was just something incredible about him, to the point where where his his voice and how the how the beat sounded and everything combined together just sounded like a huge. Uh, it sounded like the best rhythm in my ear at the time. It was like the, just the best genre to me. And uh, I, I would look at the videos. I loved how the videos looked with the wardrobe. I loved how just how it looked back in the day in hip hop when it first started. It just everything about it was incredible to me at a young age. What I mean, you're obviously, you know, like I said, you're you're obviously young, but you know, you talk as if you are like an old school cat. Uh, so, what I mean, if you collaborate more, like, what drew you to the quote unquote golden era of MCs versus the your generation of MCs? Not only their rhymes, because their rhymes I felt were just untouchable and bar none. But uh, yeah, everything about uh, just the atmosphere of it, how how. Just the feeling and the vibes of it, and and everything played a part of it. The wardrobe, the music itself, or uh, the person, the different personalities in the MCs, I feel, and, and producers, I feel, just come together and just uh, make it a huge, huge puzzle where everything fits in together. 
You know, it's just uh, it's just it's the it's the it's just what I love the most during that time. You know, like I feel like that, like it was just such a different time than what it is now. You know, I mean, obviously, like if you talk to, I think if you talk to a lot of older heads, and there is praise for the new generation of hip hop, and there's also you know criticism of the new generation of hip hop, and I think the new generation of hip hop is contributing a lot to. I mean, obviously, the commercial aspect is one thing, but there's a lot of good new new generation MCs out there. Uh, for you, what what are you most proud of that your generation has so far contributed to hip hop? Um, I don't know, man. I just I pretty much listen to the old stuff personally. <laughs> That's all I listen to. I just listen. I just keep listening to the to the Cool G raps and the Chuck D's and everybody. That's all I listen to. Obviously, it's well documented via, via YouTube. Uh, you know, uh, there's that. R.A. the recommend introduces you to DJ Premier, right? Uh, right. Now, right. and through that conversation, we, you know, the world learned that you are going to work with him, or you are working with him. Um, uh, yeah, I, I've worked with him already. We actually made an album already. Uh, I just don't know when. Uh, I think Primo said he wanted to make some more music, which I was down for. But it's just up to Primo. I'm just worried, waiting on his word. But we already made like 11 songs. So was is there when you when you're working with someone like Premier is what how did how much added pressure or do you put any pressure on yourself because you know he is like this legend in the game? Well, there's a huge amount of pressure, of course. I mean, that's like a guarantee. But uh, I just I I always view it for, first and foremost as a blessing, and uh, just just have fun with it and just take the opportunity as it is. And just uh, do my best as I can. You you have a great group of uh, legends that have that are within your fan base. You know, as mentioned, R.A. But you have Talib Kweli, Merz, Gene Gray, Vinnie Paz, Locksmith, Premier, uh, Latifah, Questlove, uh, and you've also obviously met a lot of artists. Is there kind of one meeting that has left you speechless? And then what's what has been the best piece of advice you've gotten so far? For the craziest thing about it to me is that RA's actually been my favorite MC since I was 13 years old. So um, being able for him to take me under his wing is a dream come true as it is. So I think that's the craziest for me, just to be able to be family with my, with my favorite rapper and just to get to know him as a human too is awesome. So that's that's definitely my favorite thing out of everything. But uh, everything is just bananas to me. Meeting all, all each and every one of like damn near all my favorite MCs and producers is still crazy as it is. But um, yeah, definitely. R.A. and then Primos was crazy too. Primo was something I thought would never happen in my life, and then that happened. So that was crazy. That was bananas. Do you remember what song you heard that said, "This is the guy that I want to emulate," or "This is the guy yeah. that I want to be a fan of"? Yeah, yeah. I, I heard a song called Super by R.A. I was 13 at the time. With the white wisdom, wiggy, 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 blow torch, leave your ass crispy, hidden delivery, no tricking me with evil and trickery, history, misery, mystery, like Agatha Christie, my enemies want to physically trick me. And it popped up randomly because I was listening to like a, a radio station, I was kind of like Pandora, mm-hmm. and, I, and it was playing old school hip hop. And uh, he popped up randomly, and then I heard that song, and I just heard one of like, like both of the verses, or like one of the verses. And I was like, wow, that's the illest thing I ever heard. And it was automatically him. He was my favorite. As mentioned, you just got back from tour with R.A. and Mr. Green. Um, is there a big lesson so far that you've learned from the tour life? Well, yeah, I kind of caught on from like the second. I caught on from like the second tour. It's very uh, grueling. You got to. It's amazing. It's an amazing opportunity, but it's grueling. You got to be on your toes at all time. You got to make sure your attention 
is a 100%. You got to make sure you keep all your belongings to you at the, uh, wherever you go. It's a lot of traveling. It's a lot of um, it, it, a lot of things, but it's amazing at first. It's definitely amazing. But but yeah, there's, uh, and one thing is just to have as much fun as you can. But then there's a lot of you learn that there's some scumbags out there too. But it, it's all part of the journey. What's your favorite part of the uh, for you? What's the favorite part of the live show? The live show, just man, just to be able to see all those people, you know, chanting your name or. Just to be on a stage in a different place you never thought you'd ever be is awesome to me. And uh, getting to know the people, getting to know just different cultures, it's it's just it's a blessing to me. I love all that. I love the simple stuff. You're obviously, I mean, I've the only live show I've seen from you is the YouTube videos, and you're obviously incredible there. Uh, but also, your writing is obviously incredible as well. Uh, so, what is your couple of things? What is your favorite part about writing? But also, what's your ideal writing environment? Oh, man. yeah, I use it as stress relief, man. Uh, whenever I got something on my head or whenever I need a, whenever I need something to just take something out on, man, I get I get the pen and the pad. It's the number one thing that I, that I use for stress relief. And maybe it could be the similar answer, but what's your favorite part about the spitting? Yeah, it's like it's, it's pretty much stress relief, man. It's just, you know, it's like the blackout session where I can just say anything that comes to my mind. And that's like one of the best things to use. You know, as you're, you've been writing, people write about it and people say it, you, you do have a career ahead of you on this, but what happens if it doesn't work out for you? Do you have a career plan or backup plan? I can't say I do, man. I feel like this is it. This is what I live. This is what I breathe. I feel like if it wasn't for a reason, I wouldn't be here. So I'm just going to go 100% full throttle with it. That's awesome. Uh, what is your What are you doing now? Like, what are you working on a new album? Uh, are you just waiting for this album premiere to come out? No, I'm I'm, I'm working on a bunch of stuff. Uh, I have a couple of planned like EPs coming out, some LPs, and then I'm 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 at the currently at the moment working on uh, my album, my debut album. Currently working on it. So I'm gonna I'm I'm, I'm I'm gonna be in New York working on it. Is there a, is there a, for you? Is there a I guess a theme for the album, or is it just kind of you presenting yourself to the world? It's pretty much that, but it's also yeah. It's like a the little outline is I just pretty much I want it to be the mind of me. I want it to be complete uh complete like like project close to home, and I want it to be pretty much what how. What the stuff I grew up on, uh, grew up off of, I wanted to sound pretty much as close to home as that. So I'm gonna have all like my favorite producers and MCs as much as I can on the album as well, and just make it sound like stuff I love listening to. Uh, his name is Afro. All flows reach out. An incredible young MC with a great future ahead of him. Afro, thank you so much for joining me in the library with Tim Inakel on RapStation.com. Uh, thanks, man. Much appreciated. Kinda like Dracula, walking out the castle, looking at the woman who had fallen off the mantle. Shot up in the parking lot, sobbing, I'm watching Marky Mark wander on the wrong screen as a father. Unbelievable, the whole malarkey, shocking like a dead corpse sitting old Sparky. Knock, knock, right along the street, all the poodles. Pocket money, if you dining on robbing noodles. Teams of an Indian, scene of an Apache. I'm seeing that delivery, you needing the cream at me. Two percent off the milk carton. Bar using college words, extraordinarily preposterous. Demonstration, revelation. 
revelation. Step your base weight, strangling the neck of the patient. Impossible like men through a stage of menstruation. The gray on the Beretta fairly coded. I barely noticed the clip size the same as Gary Coleman. Very omens, necessary area closing. Apparently cut it open like cesarean. Poking prayer, approaching ways of the game. Hating the change, hoping. Gay locusts are hanging, slanging the A slogan. Rage roving, driven, hateful ladies. Basically a hopeless ache of pain. The brain is shame. Day frames and change clothes and change clothing. Taking dose of races of paper holding. Stanky hoes maintain aim. Names ought to be spoken. Awfully woven, not a swallowed in water proportion. Aqua, froze, flows, drown you. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.